Hello, and welcome to Small Business MBA. In today's episode, we look into the balance sheet in a little more detail. Today, we look at a key tool to help us analyze our financials. We're tackling a topic that, as entrepreneurs, we often hear but may not understand. We're talking liquidity. I have to admit that for a very long time, I heard the words, is your business liquid? And I actually did not understand what the question meant. I knew that it had something to do with money and cash, but what exactly it meant was very vague. But I took the time to educate myself about this, and I can now proudly explain that liquidity is a business's ability to convert its assets into cash. This is important because it gives us an indication of whether we will be able to pay our creditors. A quick recap. Creditors are our short-term liabilities. In other words, our ability to pay our bills this month. Where we tend to hear liquidity spoken about most often, as is the case with most things in the balance sheet, is in the bank manager's office. So why is this measure key to lenders? Well, simply put, if we can pay our short-term debts without having to borrow and without selling off our long-term assets, it means that we're getting sales into the business and managing our short-term assets well. Cash is a company's lifeblood, and liquidity is the measure of how strong that lifeblood runs. So to a bank manager, healthy liquidity is a strong sign of a healthy, well-managed business. And for that matter, well-managed personal finances as well. After all, the principles of a healthy business's finances and the principles of healthy personal finances cannot really be separated. There are a few universally accepted liquidity measures. One of these is the current ratio, which compares the level of a company's current assets to current liabilities. Depending on the industry, companies with good liquidity will usually have a current ratio of more than two. This shows that a company has the resources on hand to meet its obligations and is less likely to borrow money or enter bankruptcy. A more stringent measure is the quick ratio, sometimes called the acid test ratio. This uses current assets as well, but excludes inventory and compares them to the current liabilities. Inventory is removed because of the various current assets, such as cash, short-term investments, or accounts receivable. This is seen as the most difficult to convert to cash. A value of greater than one is usually considered good from a liquidity viewpoint, but this is also industry-dependent. A final measure that I usually advise to entrepreneurs is to exclude their debtors book from this ratio. The reason is that debtors, or what our clients owe us, is often a very tricky topic for small businesses to navigate. We tend to not have policies in place, and even when we do, because we want to avoid upsetting our clients, we tend to not bring up the topic of payment with them. If we do not collect on our debtors, our current ratio will look healthy, but we will not have any cash flow in our business. This then may result in us mistakenly seeing our liquidity as healthy, when in fact our business may be in dire straits. Liquidity is important for both individuals and companies. While a person may be rich in terms of total value of assets owned, that person may also end up in trouble or if he or she is unable to convert those assets into cash.
The same holds true for companies. Without cash coming in the door, they can quickly get into trouble with their creditors. Banks are important for both groups, providing financial intermediation between those who need cash and those who can offer it, thus keeping cash flowing. An understanding of your company's own liquidity can help you avoid trouble in the near future. After the break, I speak to a small business finance expert to help us navigate how to better manage our liquidity. Welcome back to Small Business MBA. I'm now joined by Sue Clitty Hopkins, who is going to help us unpack this really complicated thing called liquidity. Sue, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, yes. Thanks for having me back. Okay, so let's start off with a very simple question. What is liquidity? <laughs> so liquidity basically is the ability to convert your current assets into hard cash to pay off your current liabilities. Okay, let's, 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 let's start with current assets. Okay. So your current assets could be anything such as actual, actual cash in the bank. Yep. Okay, that's probably the number one thing. You don't mm -hmm. obviously have to convert that into <laughs> cash because it is cash. You've got stock, trading stock. Okay. So that could be converted into cash quite quickly to pay okay. off a current liability if necessary. Yeah. Then you've got your debtors. This is the one that I find entrepreneurs struggle with the most is because we're all so busy running our businesses that we don't implement strict credit control strategies, which is really phoning all your customers to say, mm. hi, I supplied you with the goods a month ago. You still haven't paid. Please, can you pay me? So, so it's so debtors, stock, and cash in the bank are your three main current assets. So I want to talk about debtors for just a second. You know, we're so busy running around and getting the sales into the business mm. that I think that entrepreneurs forget that sometimes sales and cash are two different things. Absolutely, absolutely. So you may have awesome sales, awesome profit, but no cash in the bank. So how do you run your business without cash? And... We're focusing on the balance sheet at the yes. moment, and, and, and that's one of the important aspects of looking at your balance sheet, because yes. your income statement is going to tell you yes. that life's wonderful. But if you actually you know, look at your balance sheet, you, you'll yeah. see why there's absolutely no money in the bank. Yes, and your balance sheet, yes, is actually a, a snapshot of your financial situation. Mm -hmm. It's actually a really important tool for analyzing the financial health of your business. And, None of us want to bury our heads in the sand and ignore that aspect of our business. But it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Ask any entrepreneur. It's a scary piece of paper. It's scary if you don't confront it head on and get to know it and make friends with it. So I really strongly encourage all entrepreneurs to really make friends with their financials. <laughs> okay. So when we, when we want to figure out what is our liquidity in this mm -hmm. business, how do mm -hmm. we go about that? So... We want to make sure that we've got more current assets available in our business mm -hmm. than current liabilities. Okay. And normally what's recommended is a current ratio of two to one. Okay. And a current ratio is exactly your current assets against your current liabilities. So you want double the current assets to your current liabilities. Okay, so, so that, that seems like a pretty simple ratio. You know what I mean? I mean it's, it's very simplistic and it's very high level and it may differ in, in different businesses. But it's important to always make sure that your current assets are more than your current liabilities. Okay. But now, something that I've seen mm -hmm. with um, the, the, the businesses that, that I work with is the current ratio might look brilliant, 
but still there's no money in the bank. Yes. Now that's probably a, a credit control issue where they're not collecting money from their customers timelessly. So I always recommend that, that, that entrepreneurs do two things. Yes. What, while they are yeah. um, analyzing their current ratios. Firstly, take into account how much of that current asset yes. is made up of debtors yes. <laughs> yeah. and how much of that current um, asset is made up of stock. Yes, correct. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, keeping too much stock in your business is also not yes. probably not the smartest thing. Well, sitting on stock is basically the same as um, sitting on cash. So it can be converted into cash fairly quickly, mm -hmm. but the risk of sitting on stock is that it may become obsolete. So if you're in the fashion industry yeah. and you're sitting on a mountain of uh, handbags or dresses that suddenly are no longer fashionable, you're going to have an issue converting that into cash. Absolutely. So there's a risk involved in sitting on a lot of stock and it requires stock management. You need a proper process in place to determine when to buy, how much to buy, and how fast you're selling what you're buying mm. in. Um, I mean, another industry that's coming to, that's coming to me is IT. I mean, yes. it, the technology, yeah. you know, becomes obsolete so quickly. You know, yes. the technology, yeah. the, the lifespan of technology yes. is reducing by the day. Yes. So, yeah. you know, if you, if you are in a techno sort of environment, yes. I'd, I'd guess that keeping high stock levels is probably not the smartest idea as well. Mm. Normally, um, well, that's true, yes, yes. So you wouldn't want to buy in a lot of units that you then can't shift. Um, but most IT industries are becoming um, sort of more rich in IP, yeah. um, which is intellectual property and a service-based organization mm -hmm. than a high stock handling organization. Okay, so... We've spoken a little bit about about um, stock. We've spoken a little bit about getting those those debtors control um, policies in place. That's okay, right. yeah. let's talk about the actual cash in the business. Okay, <laughs> because mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs, we work really hard. So when there's money yes. in the bank, when when you know there is cash, yes. I want to spend it. I don't, <laughs> don't want to look at this thing called balance sheet to tell me how much I can spend. I just want to spend some money. <laughs> How do, how do we manage our cash? Well, cash needs to be looked at probably best by planning and mm -hmm. looking ahead to see what's coming up that you're going to incur expense-wise yeah. and what is the cash available to cover those expenses. And it's also about looking at what's likely to be sold. So have you got a high sales cycle or are you going to be expecting more cash in? Um, to enable you to potentially invest some of the excess cash? Or are you heading towards a slump in sales? Is, is your business seasonal? Are we coming up to a quiet patch? Mm. Do we need more cash in the bank to cover us through those leaner months? Or are we going to be able to look at what we're going to invest in for the f future growth of our business? Maybe we buy another machine, or maybe we pay our staff a bonus at the end of the year, or even look at paying yourself a dividend if you've done really well. Because it's all very well having a nice profit on your income statement, but if there's no cash available to pay your staff a bonus or yourself a dividend as a business owner, how will that make you feel? So we really need to look at managing cash on a long term. I'd even suggest a three to six month forecast. So yeah. cash flow forecasting is critical in a small business. 
And the one, the one thing that entrepreneurs also want to avoid is their budget. <laughs> so with the cash flow forecast, you know, also, also, yes. also look yeah. at your budget and also yes. look at where is your business meant to be at this yes. point in yeah. time. Because, um, you know, if you aren't yeah. going according to where you yeah. believe your business was going to go, yes. maybe we need to go back to the original yes. plan. Absolutely. And a budget's an exciting, motivating tool. You know, if you set yourself a target to achieve X in a year, that should serve as a motivating force. So what can you do if you achieve X in your business? It's looking at, you know, your plans, your vision for your business, how it's all going to materialize and what you need to do to make it materialize. It's an exciting tool. And of course, you know, um, getting back to, to, to the topic that we're actually discussing, liquidity, <laughs> yeah. the, the liquidity comes from sales. It does, and yes, your yeah. and and your budget. Yes. One of the key things yeah. is that it predicts your sales. So you know, if your business isn't liquid, maybe go and look at you know where yes. you're meant to be in terms yeah. of your sales forecasts. Absolutely, you can look at pricing. So are you generating enough revenue? You mm -hmm. can look at cutting costs. Maybe maybe you're spending too much on mm -hmm. the cost of sale or expenses in your business. And another thing that I really strongly encourage business owners, especially small business owners, to do is just to watch how many times they're using that company credit card to draw Oy. ad hoc. <laughs> so that's another way of really controlling your cash and boosting your reserves, yeah, cash that, reserves. That has to be one of my favorite topics of all time. Whose money is it? Is it exactly. yours or is it the business's? <laughs> okay, so if a small business owner is at a point where he is being brave and looking at this thing called you know, his balance sheet and he's worked out his, yes. his his liquidity ratios and he's looking at his current ratio and it's not looking great. Yes. What should he be thinking about? What should he be doing in order yeah. to get it to a healthier place? Okay, so so we want to look at growing that current asset. So we can do it a number of different ways. Mm -hmm. It's again what I mentioned earlier is looking at the sales and the pricing and are you making enough money? It's looking at where you can cut your costs. It's potentially even looking at assets in your business that are maybe not being utilized. Mm. So could you sell those? Are they redundant assets? Can you um, sell them off and get a cash injection into your business to boost your bank balance? That's actually something that um, I've seen happen with quite a few entrepreneurs where they forget that they have assets yes, on their books yeah, yes, that they yeah. aren't using anymore. Absolutely. They've they've replaced, you know, the table four times over Absolutely. and yet, you know, the the, yeah. the original table they bought yeah. three years ago is sitting in storage it's gathering quick ways, dust. Quick ways of converting things into cash. Also looking at your stock and you know, maybe getting rid of excess stock, having a sale, doing what you can to kind of reduce your stock levels to what's probably most efficient or uh, beneficial for your business. And then looking at your debtors' days and your creditors' days, making sure that you're on top of collecting cash mm. from your customers and utilizing those days that your creditors give you to pay. So if you are buying something and you're on 30 days payment terms, mm. utilize that. That's an advantage to your business. Pay on the 30th day. I actually want to talk about that for just a second because um, it's something that I find a lot of small business owners don't do. Yeah. I find that, that there's, a, there's, there's such a huge fear of, you know, I need to, I need to pay it as soon as there's money in the business yes, yeah. because, you know, w w what yeah. if I don't have that money anymore? Exactly. And, and my question is always, well, you know, who's, who's in control of that money? <laughs> Why is it not going to be there anymore? Uh, absolutely, yes, and that's the importance of planning and cash flow forecasting because don't forget we also got to set aside cash to pay VAT. And our employee taxes and our salaries, we don't want to get ourselves into a position where we've paid all our suppliers and we've got nothing left for 
rent or salaries. We need to actually manage cash properly. So one of the other tips in terms of managing your liquidity mm -hmm. is go and negotiate with your with your with your creditors yes. with your suppliers yes. and and see if you can get better terms with them Absolutely. Um, and especially if this is a key supplier of yours yeah. um, you know Something that I find interesting is that as small businesses, we always look at ourselves as the little guy. Yeah. But yet, you know, the business yeah. that we're buying from is, is often just as dependent on us as we are on them. Yes. So a lot yeah. of the time, I think that we have a lot more negotiating power than we think we do. We do. You do. We should use, it, use that to our advantage. Exactly what you say. So um, in terms of negotiating with your creditors, what are the sorts of things that we can negotiate with them for? Well, we can certainly negotiate payment terms. We can negotiate bulk discounts. Um, seasonal discounts, so you know we shouldn't be afraid to negotiate or and ask. What's the harm in asking? <laughs> that's that's actually one of the things that I say to my entrepreneurs a lot. Mm. You know, if you ask and they say no, yes, what What's exactly the worst has thing happened? That can happen? <laughs> 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 okay, um, one tip on how to manage um, your debtors, because I think that for okay. a lot of small businesses, okay. that's where their liquidity falls short okay. most of the time. Okay. So what do you think is the most important thing that entrepreneurs need to do or need to know in okay. terms of managing their debtors? Okay. I would definitely suggest having a process in place. So on a set day, make sure that you're phoning up, that you've got a good relationship with your debtors or your customers, that you are as open to negotiating favorable terms to them as you would want your suppliers to negotiate mm -hmm. or would you would want to negotiate mm -hmm. with your suppliers um, and, and keep those communication lines open. So, you know, it also helps to say, look, I'm a small business, I'm relying on your money, I've got salaries to pay. Most people are pretty amenable to that situation and will endeavor to make sure that things are paid on time because it's a fair business practice. Absolutely. So it's relationship management as well. Wow, who would have thought that we'd start off on the balance sheet and we'd end up on relationship management <laughs> of all things? But that's what business is. It and always that's comes down to the people. And that's, what, that's what the balance sheet mm. is, and I think that's what that's what um, you know yes. a lot of entrepreneurs need to need to understand as well. Your balance sheet is about the relationships within your business. Exactly. Sue, thank you so much for joining me and for unpacking and demystifying this thing called liquidity for Thanks. us. Yes, thanks very much. After the break, I give you some tips on how to better manage your liquidity in your business. Join me for that. Welcome back to Small Business MBA. Today we're talking liquidity ratios, which are key in us managing our business more effectively. Something that I want to discuss in, great, in, in a little more detail is the fact that our liquidity ratios and our bank statements are actually very closely related to each other. While the liquidity ratios will take into account our other current assets, in business, cash is always king. And it's important for us to always keep an eye on our bank statements as it relates to our business. So how do we look at the two in conjunction? Well, as I mentioned earlier, one of the things that I find important is to not only look at your balance sheet on a quarterly or annual basis. This is something that you should be doing on a monthly basis. And I always advise that entrepreneurs have a bunch of different documents with them on a monthly basis to look at how the business is doing. The balance sheet is obviously one of these. And from there, one of the key measurements is what we're talking about today, which is liquidity. 
Also, we want to look at our income statements because that, at the end of the day, is where those current assets come from. Next, we want our cash flow statements as well as our bank statement. And then finally, we want our budgets to be sitting right next to it. Really important for every entrepreneur to understand is that each of these four pieces of paper give us a different viewpoint of our business. And together, all, all of them combined actually tell us the truth about where our business is at. We cannot manage our businesses just from one document, which is often such a temptation for small business owners. The bank statement's easy, I get that. <laughs> but if you're not looking at a more long-term approach, which your liquidity ratio, as well as a topic we'll look at in detail later, solvency, will give you, we're actually not growing our business in any detail. At the same time, if we're looking at our liquidity ratios and we're working out what exactly the where exactly the business should be financially, and then looking at the bank statement and looking at where it actually is, that will give us a clear indication of where we need to concentrate our efforts and concentrate our problem solving within the business. I know that this isn't an easy topic for a lot of entrepreneurs, but as always, I'm going to say, go out there, be brave, learn more, and do something. Because at the end of the day, doing something will move your business in the right direction. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you next week for another episode of Small Business MBA. Thank you.